Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Wednesday, and that means we get the one and only Matt, the mortgage guy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Mike. How you doing? Doing well, man. So you and I put out a video about a month ago called The Bloodbath uh, is Starting or something of that nature. The Bloodbath is continuing and picking up steam in the mortgage industry. It started with Better.com. It rolled to Wells Fargo, then hit Rocket Mortgage. Uh, it's kind of unfolding like you and I told the world it would. Uh, so let's just talk about that, but also warn consumers uh, what they could expect. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 really interesting to watch it unfold. And I had a really good conversation yesterday with a, with a, a fellow who runs uh, Gallus Insights. Um, they aggregate a bunch of data for the mortgage industry and whatnot. And it, it kind of changed my point of view on, on what's going on. Like bloodbath is probably a harsh way to put it, right? But um you know, somewhat of a changing of the guard, I think, uh -huh. right? Where, um, you know, older models that aren't as efficient yeah. are, you know, going to be either consolidated and reorganized or go out of business or, or taken over, whatever the case may be. But like, you know, the, the newer mortgage companies that are leveraging tech, that are you know becoming more efficient and doing things based on volume like that's the future of yeah. mortgage right and so um it's interesting because we're literally like watching it in real time right like wells fargo not surprised right that just like 33 percent drop in volume they're going to lay off people well and, and if you ever have done a loan with a big bank um, you know, not knocking big banks, they do some things well, mortgage is not one of them, you know, like archaic systems and ways of doing business that might have worked in 1987. Yeah, don't work in 2022, right. Um, and being able to provide, you know, fast service and technology and all these other things that new mortgage companies are doing in 2022, mm -hmm. new mortgage included, right, mm -hmm. um, is in my opinion, more of like a changing of the guard, right? Yeah, and, that's, you know, yeah, yeah. as, as, as market share shifts, you know, from, from big banks to brokers, like we've seen that, right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not a coincidence. Um, uh, I right? think that's, I think that's pretty well said. Cause again, I call it a bloodbath certainly cause that'll get clicks, no doubt. But when <laughs> you look at right, I, I believe Originations was four point two trillion dollars in twenty one. They're estimated to be two six or two seven. That that's a that's a bloodbath. Come on, right? That's a that's. But that's, but what you have to take into consideration is if you if you take out twenty and twenty one, sure, like a couple four trillion dollar years. No, that's true. Twenty twenty two versus nineteen, I think goes like two two to two six. Yeah, it actually goes up. Probably. So it's so it's an uptick, right? Because like those two years where money was raining out of the sky yeah. and refinance was, was just on fire. Um, and, and that's, are, are, yeah. And that's why better.com model and it, and it should go out. That's yeah. it was built for that model. It was built. It was built for a point in time, not for in perpetuity. And that's why I like what you're doing with, and I've been with you now almost a couple of years, you're building a model that's tr tied, tried and true relationship-based referral-based uh, network-based that's always going to work, right? You're still, we're still going to do $2.6 trillion in originations. It's right. going to be because of customer service and reference. And again, your willingness to double check stuff. The thing that I love that you do for my audience is if they feel like they're being high pressured or they're being sold a bill of goods, you've told them to reach out to you 
and you'll give your two cents quick. Um, you're not trying to sell everybody. You're, yeah, if it's a good loan, you'll tell them. Right. Um, so right. How, do they, how do they do that? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com, um, fill out a form, let us know where you're at. You know, um, if, if, if someone reaches out to you and says, hey, I just wanted you to review this, great. Just send over the loan estimate, whatever, but, but start there first. We'll get in contact with you. Um, something I wanted to add because it, it fits in nicely here, mm-hmm. Mike, is like based on those two great years, we had Eddie Perez on Monday doing kind of a state of the market. Eddie Perez runs um, EPM, uh, a great uh, mortgage bank and broker. Um, they've got retail and they've got wholesale channel uh, based in Atlanta. Smart guy. And he talked about like all these mergers and acquisitions. Like if you think about it and you're a 68 year old that's ran a mortgage company for 30 years, like you just won two championships. Yeah. Like what a great freaking time to retire. Right. (laughs) I got the ring. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Right. You're you're Jordan. You just won the last two NBA championships. You're like, man, I'm 38 years old. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this. Like why not retire? Right. And and valuations are probably higher than they should be. Um, And so like, consolidation, you know, some folks stepping aside to, to make way for the new guard, like it's inevitably going to happen. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's, it's, in my opinion, better for the consumer because mm-hmm. what emerges from it yeah. is more efficient companies leveraging technology and other things that make the client experience better, right? Like that's all we're doing every day at you Mortgage is how do we make the client experience better and how do we become as efficient as possible so that we can offer the best terms. Absolutely. And, you know, economies of scale. Like I told a loan officer this like three years ago, and I feel like I I wish I would have talked about it more because it's all unfolding. One and two loans per month where you're making a really like big margin. The days of that loan officer being able to survive are dwindling, Mm -hmm. right? Having really efficient systems and a team so that you can do 30 deals, but make this much per deal right. is just the way of the future. And it, the, the funny part is Matt Ishbia from UWM has talked about it before. If, if it took 20 hours total as a loan originator on every single file and you made $6,000 per file, you shouldn't be upset if because of technology and all the things that lenders are doing that you can spend four hours on a loan one fifth of the time mm-hmm. and you're making half. Yeah. Like your margins are thinner per loan. You only make 3000, but look, if you do that with the same amount of time and you can do five loans in the same amount of time, you could do one, you're actually making two and a half X what you made before. Exactly. And, and folks, you know, have a hard time wrapping their head around that. Like, no, I can't work for 80 bips per loan. I can't work for 60. You're going to have to, because there's going to be players in the market that do that. And that's like, something you look at right. Loan officer wise, company-wise, wholesale lender, like across the whole gamut, everyone's going to get thinner and, and do more deals. Yeah. So a couple of other things on this theme. These are things that you and I called, I think seemingly four months ago, before all of this happened, you and I said refi demand would fall 75%. Just this morning, we're up to 71%. So our call is a week or two from being just spot on. Uh, so that's coming to be the other thing that I saw today scares the bejesus out of me. And that is adjustable rate mortgages. They are up in percentages of both transactions and dollar amount. Uh, you actually brought some cool information about the dollar amount and why that might be okay. But dude, 
up to 9%. Again, 9% is not scary. I was in an environment where it was 50%, but 9% certainly double where it was. So let's talk about that. Right. Yeah. So, so just, just to, for context for everybody else, you know, if, if we're talking 2005, 2006, 35, 40% of the loans that were written were arms, mm -hmm. a lot of other factors to consider, like they were two years um, mm -hmm. fixed and then, and then they adjust after that. Um, the guidelines were ridiculous, stated income and all that. So different product, but still an adjustable rate mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. And so up 9.3%, like me and you have talked about previously, I see arms utilized much more in the jumbo space. Yeah. And so people are looking at the, the five, seven and 10 year arms on jumbo loans. So when you look at like 9.3% of applications are jumbo, but 17% of the volume, Mm. is arm that's just a sign that like the average loan size right. on those arms is 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 double um which makes to sense. me makes sense from conversations and and what i'm looking at um you know i i, I guess it's a double-edged sword it's something that you and i don't necessarily completely align on no it's but okay. yeah but to to uh to make I, you feel a little bit better, you know, I'll keep reminding you, like, you got to qualify for the fully <laughs> amortized rate. You've got to have a bunch of reserves. Yeah. Uh, the debt to income ratio is lower. Like lenders that are writing these arms understand that there's a little bit extra layer of risk mm -hmm. and they're adjusting the guidelines accordingly. You know, there's not yeah. lenders that are so desperate that we're like, you know what, let's just do stated income. Let's go down to 620 credit score yeah. and let's give them a, a five-year arm. The, the one thing that I will say, again, I don't feel great about them. Obviously, that's just my history because I have deep wounds, not only from mine, but other experiences. Um, I'm okay with them being in the Jumbo area, right? If you're going to go out there and sign up for a million dollar loan, that's on you, right? We're not talking first time home buyer, you know, making minimum wage at McDonald's or, you know, strippers like they were doing in Vegas back in the 06 crash and stated income stuff. Um, frankly, if, if the arms grow and they, they stick in the jumbo area, you know, kind of, I guess I'm okay with that. Um, I certainly wouldn't do it, but Hey, I'm not buying anything that's jumbo anyway. Uh, so I guess I feel okay about that. Okay. Glad I, glad I could yeah, you make know, you feel a little bit better. It's, it's just, it can't get to the first time home buyer, man. You get to the first time home buyer. They're so close. They're so, they start getting there. That stuff starts to grow. I'm going to lose it. Right. Yeah. You start offering a, a, a 337 arm where it's three years uh, fixed and then it's a mm -hmm. 37 year am for the, the rest yeah, of the 40 year term exactly. uh, to first time home buyers. That that's, that's a scary product. Yeah. And let's be clear. I bet you there's some little slimy, whatever is going to come out and create that maybe not this year, but next year it's, it's just how the system works. I think sometimes. Yeah, we hope not. Well, we'll continue to educate folks and and, and warn uh, them. <laughs> put as much good info out there as possible. Uh, I'm telling you, man, I saw something yesterday. I've I've got I've got clients and I've got friends and I've got followers who send me like an Instagram or a TikTok and like, hey, is this true? There's bad information out there, folks. Please, yeah, don't believe everything you see online. Um, a couple of them this morning that were just. Ridiculous. You want to share one? Well, um, the one that somebody sent to me this morning was this guy saying, well, here's how you do it. If you don't qualify, you do the loan in your name, then you transfer it to your wife. <laughs> um, so it doesn't hit your DTI. And then you do a new loan 
Um, and then she transfers her loan to you and then she does the loan. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. This yeah. does not make, you can't just like take a debt that you have. Like you signed up for a mortgage and the lender's just going to allow you to like, be like, oh no, that's oh, hers just kidding, not mine. That's not, that's not mine. Yeah. Rewrite a loan for me, like not counting that into my DTI. And, uh, you know, unfortunately this stuff is out there and, and people, um, if they're convincing enough are going to be believed and, and hopefully yeah, kind of do this crazy stuff. I, I, I've seen some crazy things that, that damn near boils down to mortgage fraud. Like that's not okay. <laughs> that's mortgage fraud. Don't do that, folks. Folks, you got to work with a professional. One rental at a time, folks. Work with Matt, the mortgage guy. How do you want them to reach out? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com. Fill out that form. We're going to be in touch very soon, and hopefully, we can help you with whatever your needs are. You know, getting pre-approved, looking at a refinance scenario. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're here to help no matter what the, what the scenario. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Mike.